Hello and welcome in to week 17 of the Talking Shop Football Podcast. We were off week 16 for Christmas, back now better than ever in the new year. Today we're going to talk the end of fantasy football. We had our championship week. I actually somehow won my fantasy football league in my in, in uh, with our family um, and lost the uh, fantasy football league with with friends. Um, uh, congratulations to the winners in the uh, in the friends league. Uh, Chrissy took down third place. Dylan Lockman, who we have on the show today, second place, and a big congratulations to Chris Sampson for his first place victory. Um, like I said, we're gonna have Dylan on today. We're gonna talk about. Uh, fantasy for a minute, but mostly NFL football playoff outlook. Uh, and really excited to start shifting to playoff focus here on the podcast. So uh, we'll be talking uh, futures odds a little bit this week, uh, but especially next week with uh, who's going to be our Super Bowl champion. And um, uh, so really excited, really excited about uh, that shift in, in focus. And we've only got three weeks left in the podcast. So and just really excited that uh, this made it through two seasons and um, not sure if this will be the last or if we'll keep going. Um, <clears throat> it'll be based on popular demand. So if you like the podcast, please let me know. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep, we'll keep, we'll keep trucking ahead. Uh, without further ado, let's bring in Dylan uh, and let's kick things off. Welcome. Welcome to the football pod. Host Matthew Matera. Football in the States is my specialty. That's how we did this show. Right. Tampa Bay is an excellent, excellent football team. You ready to let the dogs out? You think it's so funny, huh? Funny how? I'm really trying to sort of keep it together and be like cool about this. They kick the ball off to you, you get the ball. You run with the ball, they tackle you. A lot has been made about the great running backs. The New York Giants. So many good things have been happening. Let us begin. Dylan, how are we? Doing well, man. How are you doing? Ah, not as well as you. Second place in the league. I'm very, very uh, happy for you. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Um, Obviously, was hoping for a slightly different outcome, but, you know, still happy to be on the podium. Oh, what are you going to say about that? Come on. You came in first last year, second this year. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, thinking Samson and I should duke it out again in the finals next year. Best of three. What does Samson do that's so well? I mean, like I, you were explaining some next level moves to me. I just can't see how uh, how Samson beat you. Oh, uh, dude, I think he just his team was so consistent the entire year, right? Remember, there was like there was like a peloton of people just like stuck at like this. I don't know. Everyone was within like two games of each other, and then Samson was just like sprinting ahead with the yellow jersey, and we were just like, "All right, there he goes." I don't like ahead. No, I think it was very very deserving. He. Uh, had a great team and dude he, he like he uh he won handily too with uh you know Thielen who's you know a lot of people's earlier on draft picks he was out so you know good on you know nice well balanced team uh, he yeah. also had like i think he had he was, a couple of the top 5 rbs yeah he was streaming quarterbacks for the most part of the season he ended up settling on Russell Wilson but you know i tried to i tried to dump um Burrow off on him earlier because I had Josh Allen, I had Joe Burrow, and I was I was like, oh, maybe I'll just I'll trade Samson a quarterback, maybe get get one of those those running backs you talked about, but he didn't budge. Um I don't know if that would have made man. a difference. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I mean, yeah. probably better protection to have the extra running backs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, 
also this this is such an unpredictable year too like you know you need to have that sort of redundancy because it's not just injuries it's also you know if you happen to be on the the injured reserve list for for covid reasons it's uh you need that redundancy you need all that backup all right so you watched a little bit of football yesterday we were texting um Watching those two games, I don't know if you caught, I know you watched a bit of the Raiders game, but maybe you missed some of the Niners game. Watching those two teams, they both have to get through a little bit more to make the playoffs, and we can talk about that if you want. But Mm -hmm. uh, for the Bay Area, which of these teams is going to be more dangerous going forward, the Niners or the Raiders? And and by dangerous, I mean, like, they could go go pretty far in the playoffs. I'm kind of not not too confident on either. I guess in the Niners, because their defense and – you know, defense wins championships, et cetera, et cetera. Um, okay, okay. They've they slowed down some impressive offenses this season, and yeah, I'm uh, I, I, I guess I'm gonna give it to the Niners. Also, so they're the, the only Bay Area team technically, so gotta give it to them. <laughs> That's a good point. I think uh, you know, the fans are still split here, even if the team left. So, I feel pretty bad for Oakland, man. Like the teams are just leaving, right? I mean. You know, you have the Warriors, D Stadium, not in Oakland. Uh, you have Raiders that left. So how cruel. many how many nautical miles though is the Warrior Stadium from the old Warrior Stadium? I mean, we're talking across the bay. I mean, what are we talking? Five miles? Yeah, but, but I on mean straight cul- shot. Culturally, how different I'd say I would argue that Oakland is still a lot more of a Bay Area city than San Francisco is. I love yeah, the Warriors are just like a kid that grew up around here, right? Like they started in uh, Philadelphia, then they moved out to the West Coast. They're in San Francisco for a bit. Then they moved to Oakland. Now they're back in San Francisco. I yeah. mean, their, their story is not that much different from yours, sir. I was going to, oh, well, I never lived in Oakland. I think That's true. But you've, you've moved around. You were in Santa Clara. Yes. Santa Clara, Chicago. Philadelphia. Yeah, no. Then, were you born and raised there? No, not quite. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I'll give it, give it to the Niners. Should the Chiefs, strong transition here, should the Chiefs be Super Bowl favorites even after losing to the Bengals? So the phrasing of the question, even after losing to the Bengals, the Bengals are good, right? Um, okay. So I... I I think that we don't want to d- diminish their the quality that team is or the quality of that team. I don't. I mean, they may be able to put it together, but they've just been so inconsistent, right? And you know, uh, and you want you want that sort of a uh, like. I unfortunately would say I'd put more credence in. A team like, I guess the Pack, you know, yeah, you know, because like I think they're on similar sort of streaks, right? Where they just, you know, at, minus the one that was snapped here, um, that they, they had like a, a stretch of what, like six, seven, eight games. I mean, sure. I so yeah, so you're, but in the AFC, mm-hmm. I guess I mean I'm just thinking if the Pack and Chiefs they would have to meet in the Super Bowl, right? So right. then, okay. okay, slight edge to Rodgers in that in that game, maybe. But yeah, yeah. I mean, could you put the could you put Tennessee ahead of them, maybe with Derrick Henry coming back? 
Like, I'm just trying to see, like, who – I don't think it's going to be the Chiefs either, but who is the team then that's from the AFC? Yeah. I, I, is it the I Bills, think... the Patriots? I know I know you want to say Patriots, but it's probably not, I, right? I, I mean, rookie quarterback. No, I, I don't have that much confidence in them. Um, I think I think Tennessee. Um, okay. I think Tennessee is a solid football team. And with Derrick so, Henry coming back like, – Okay. But then I, you're talking Tannehill that's... versus Mahomes, right? In January, January 26th, we're going to be at Cow Hollow. We're going to be watching on screens there. And uh, you're going to have, I don't know the exact date, by the way, but sure. you're going to have Mahomes versus Tannehill. And you're going to be like, oh, my money's on Tannehill. Like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it takes a village to get it done. So I, uh, Derek Henry, Tyreek he, Hill. He, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I just have seen so much, so much patchiness. I guess there's been a lot of inconsistency. The, the league actually has been really flat this year in terms of, uh, you know, there's, yeah, I mean, in the in the in the AFC, Tennessee has five losses, and if they beat Houston this weekend, um, they're the number one seed. So that, I think that proves your point, right? It's a lot like our yeah. fantasy league. There's a lot of teams that are kind of bunched yep. up near the top. Yeah, the, I, no, I'm struggling to give you a clear answer on this one, um, and, and so I, I'll say Chiefs could do it. Uh, I'll still go with the Titans, though. I like the Titans. I like the variable connection. Okay. Okay. I like it. I mean, if Derek Henry comes back and plays like he did earlier this season, it's gonna be pretty tough for the for for someone to yeah. knock them off. Yards, time of possession, extending the drives. Oh. Yeah. yeah, totally. Um, is there anything better than watching football in the snow? No. Next question. <laughs> okay, I'll give you the five favorites for the MVP from last okay. week, okay. and their odds. And you tell me whether they've gone, they've gotten better or worse after this I like, week. I like that. Let's do it. Okay. Aaron Rodgers is the favorite, minus 150. When you say up or down. Uh <laughs> so has it so it has he has he so he's with the favorite. Has his have his odds approved to win the MVP or have they lessened so, to the field? Have they gone come back to the okay, field or have they increased? No, 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 I get it. I just wanted to make sure we're saying like minus 150, that we're saying down, we're not talking mathematically, etc. How about you get, yeah, if you want to try to give me the number, I mean, I'm not, you're not like a gambling spot. No, I'll, I'll, but... I'll say, I'll say up, up for Rogers, increase more likely. Okay, the, full, the first list I pulled up has the exact same numbers as the current list from last week. So it must be from right. last week. So one second. <laughs> cool. It's a great time for uh, to go to commercial. Please go for yeah. it. I'm gonna look this yeah. up. Perfect. Um, do you run a large scale data center? Do you know? <laughs> do you know how much energy consumption that requires? Wow. Well, you really need to consider figuring out ways to optimize that, not just for costs, but also to be a great citizen to the world. Considering lowering that carbon footprint, maximizing your efficiency and your costs, you need a team that's done it not once, not twice. But numerous times, North Shore. And now back to the show. Perfect. What did you say for Rogers? I got the list. <laughs> I said um, I said more likely for Rogers. Yeah, more likely. He's up to minus yeah. four hundred. Should take yeah. it down unless something crazy happens next week. How See, about Tom Brady? Like, Tom Brady just, plus five hundred. I'm glad I clarified up or down because you know that technically the number four hundred is lower than one fifty. So that's that's where that was coming from. <laughs> Absolute value basis. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I still don't think that works. Okay. Um, Brady was at 500. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, God, sorry. 
I think it's less likely for Brady. You know, I mean, the guy, I mean, this is what happened. Antonio Brown, we could get to Antonio Brown in a second, but yeah. Antonio Brown took his jersey off, threw it into the stands, walked off the field with that shirt on. Brady's down two touchdowns in that game and then still takes the team down in a game-winning drive to win that game. Um, against what Against what team? Against the Jets, who he owns. Which he's done, just done, but, yeah. You know, 60 seconds, Brady with the ball against the Jets. It was like, you know, 100% probability he would get that touchdown. But yeah. still, it, no yeah. timeouts. Anyway. It was a nice um, touchdown, too. Back shoulder throw. So he did all of that to remain at the exact same plus 500 that he was at last week. Ah, uh, trick question. It wasn't a valid choice. Jonathan Taylor was plus 600 before this week. What do you think he's at now? I mean, I'm going to just say it went down because the odds, it the pie has to stay the same. If Rodgers has gone up and Jamar Chase's have absolutely gone up, then, you know, his will have to decrease. You're a good test taker based on deductive reasoning. He is now up to plus 1,600. Boom. And I'm, I'm sure you could guess the last couple, but Patrick Mahomes plus 1,100 and Josh Allen plus 1,200 have, mm. both, de- have both decreased. I mean, yeah. like you yeah. said, pie theory. Yeah, they're both plus 5,000 now, so that's not going to happen. And Joe Burrow yeah. moved up to plus 1,000, yeah. but... I don't think he's playing next week because the game doesn't matter at all for them. True. It's it's really interesting. There's been some, especially in the AFC, there's been some teams that have just owned the division for years, right? And like, it's the AFC, AFC North has had Steelers and the Ravens, right? And it's cool to see another, uh, another one. Uh, shout out to Eric too for being a Bengals fan. So happy for him. <laughs> um, but, Good days for Eric Caldwell. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll we'll get him to listen to the episode now. Um, But also, you know, the Patriots have kind of stepped aside a little bit in the AFC North. They're still in the running, but, you know, Bills seem like a little bit more of the formidable team in the AFC East. Uh, So, uh, you know, just an observation. I thought it was a a, a good one. So I thought I'd share it. Yeah. Um, I got one more for you before before we go. I mean, not yeah. go, go, but I mean, before we move yeah. on. Yeah. Um, last week, Mac Jones was Mac Jones was the was the odds-on favorite to win Rookie of the Year at minus five hundred. In second place was Jamar Chase, plus three fifty. Yeah. What do you think those odds did this weekend? Um, plus three fifty and Jamar Chase, and what was Mac Jones minus what? Minus five hundred. I think they basically flipped. With two weeks left, that's minus five hundred is almost a lock, and yet, like you said. They flipped. Yeah. Uh, like, Jamar Chase minus two twenty five, despite Mac Jones having a good game. I mean, they put up a fifty burger on. Yeah, dude, he was he was throwing dimes too. Like, granted, it was it was against Jacksonville. Um, you know, <laughs> it was kind of like it was like playing a practice squad or like you know the the varsity team scrimmages against the JV team. Like, sure, it had that sort of tilt, but um, you know, it's still good. Still good. You want to get you want to have confidence. You want to have some some fire as you head into the playoffs. So a good. Good timing on the schedule for the Pats and good game, good showing. Yeah. Um, at one point, Red Zone flipped over to that game. Um, and the Jacksonville quarterback was throwing his second touchdown in the last 11 weeks or something like that. So, um, not it's, exactly it's Trevor, it's Trevor Lawrence, right? Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, yeah, the rookie. Was he number one pick? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was throwing he, his second touchdown in the last 11 weeks. So, yeah, I was, I was disappointed to see them <laughs> go to two digits. <laughs> <laughs> um 
you really needed more mix in production rather than Jamar Chase, huh? Not oh, to get off. Brutal. <laughs> that was one of my questions. I just remembered that looking at our text yeah. messages yesterday. Yeah, I know that was that was devastating. Um, Jamar Chase, you know, I you know I think even if <laughs> unless like the performances were flipped, right? And Joe Mixon had a had a great season. He was a top five RB. Um, I I was really pleased with that, and he was fairly consistent. Um, and you know they just have a good team, and the ball can only go so many places. If only he could add 266 and three touchdowns, right? Yeah, that I think that's what it would have taken for me to beat for me to beat Simpson. Actually, just I think barring barring an outlier experience, uh, outlier performance like that, I don't think I'd a snowball's chance this week. Yeah, well, I'm sorry about that. Well, staying with the Bengals for a little bit longer, just because Eric Caldwell is here with us now. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Burrow has 971 yards in the last two weeks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. We can just stop there for a second. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. That's absolutely and incredible. Pause. Yeah. Jeez. 971 in eight days of football. Wow. Yeah. Um, question for you Is he the next elite quarterback following in the footsteps of? I'm going to throw out some really elite quarterbacks here Manning, Brady, Rogers, Breeze, Breeze. Holmes. Is he the next? Are we ready to anoint Joe Burrow? Is it too early? I, I like I like him, and the reason why I I think is he's he's a smart player. He's like really settled in. This is what his second year, I think. Yeah, and, I mean, last year was was destroyed oh, yeah, early. Devastating. Yeah, well, devastating injury. Yeah, but I think it, it was like a it was like a snapped leg, right? Survey he says. tore his ACL and MCL in the left knee in twenty twenty. Oh, dude. Literally hanging on by a thread. He's got his MCL. Oh. <laughs> um, so he, uh, he he's performed well with that. Um, you know, with, with those injuries. I think the other thing that I like about him is he's more of a pocket passer. And while we've had a lot of fun with like the, you know, these like Lavar Jacksons and, and Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback, but Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, like, it's. It's it's I think it's great to extend the play, but in, you know the the dual threat to, to me is not as big of a sign of like you know a uh, a Hall of Famer. So, I think. so I guess like what about um, if I name a couple names and you tell me if Burrow's better than them so far sure. in his career or not? Sure. Justin Herbert and Josh Allen. Yeah, I'm excited about this class. So, like, you're, you know, you're giving me the, the problem of of choice, and so I like them all. Um, but if I, I guess I'll, I'll try and give you something more concrete. If I were to rank them, who would I want to be throwing for my organization? One, two, and three. Yeah. Um, I think I'd go Herbert one, Burrow two, Allen three. Allen three. Oh my! It's less than a yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. But I'd love to hear uh, your counter. They can't all be good, right? I mean, one of them has to, we have to look back on this conversation and be like, oh, you're wrong about Herbert. Um, you know, he had that arm strength, but it just didn't, didn't work out for him. The Chargers, we they should, just bounced around all these different teams. And who knows? We should put, we should put a, a calendar invite for January 3rd, 2027. 
with, <laughs> with our each of our individual rankings. Both we need a retrospective, yeah. On this. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say like, wow, we were like, well, I, I first I need your guesses too, though. Mm, maybe I want to flip the. <sighs> all right. Well, okay. Hold on. Before we do this, so these are all second and third year quarterbacks, right? Yeah. Um, there's also five rookies that have gotten a chance this year, right? And you can say, oh, let's maybe we should include Mac Jones or Trey Lance or one of these guys, Trevor Lawrence, right? But but we're excluding them, right, on purpose. So if Mac Jones turned out to be the best one of the group, it's not like we missed him when we were talking about uh, Joe Burrow. Is that fair? Yeah. No, well, we're talking about these three. Okay. Um, so between but, these yeah. three, this the second and third year quarterbacks, I would put – so I think the production so far, Josh Allen is in first, but he's in his third year, right? And he's had more opportunity probably. He didn't have a season-ending injury last season like Joe Burrow. Herbert is going to be – Herbert looks like – the way they said Daniel Jones looks like a clone of Eli, which is looking really hurtful right now because Daniel Jones is a terrible quarterback and Eli Manning won two Super Bowls. But the way that he, they said that he looked like a clone of Eli, I think Herbert's starting to look a lot like a clone – of rivers, rivers. Yes. Oh, no. and that just, he's just, just, throw, just you can always count on a fourth quarter pick is that what you're talking about more so is that he's just going to put up great numbers in san diego or at los angeles now i'm sorry and you know they might be good they might be bad but they're not ever going to be super bowl contenders i don't think he is going to take them to the next level i think he's sort of in the same class as philip rivers who is in a pretty good class he's a hall of famer but i think that joe burrow and josh allen are better and i think i would rank them burrow number one josh allen two herbert three that's my wow final. we are are we are not even reverse order we're shuffled around well we yeah, both said I'm burrow just, one did, did we not no i said herbert one but i'm reconsidering that i know and they don't like burrow ahead of josh allen and i did too we just have herbert in a different spot so that's it that's all we have to do and check back in five years and see how herbert's career went i think he's gonna well, be worse than two these two guys and you think he'll be better yeah, that's a, that's a bold prediction. Well, we'll, we'll, you know, a card laid is a card played, so we'll just have to let that ride. We'll flag it. We'll mm-hmm. flag it. We'll come back. We'll do a retrospective. Can't wait. <laughs> um, all right. Well, week 18 in the NFL. Um, never said that before because it's first year we're doing week 18 in the NFL. But it basically looks a lot like week 17 last year, right? There's mostly game meaningless games, teams that are already in the position that they're going to end the season in. There's only a couple games that actually really matter. Um, want you to opine on those games. First game that actually matters, I think, is if it doesn't matter, they're still going to play hard. Steelers at the Ravens. Ravens are minus four. What do you got? Uh, I got Ravens. Ravens. Said I four. agree. Minus four. Yeah, Ravens. Okay, okay. This one might mean in or out for the Niners and Rams. I think it does. We could look this up. But the Niners are at the Rams. Rams are four and a half point favorites. Who wins that game? I'm going Niners on that one. I'm going to okay. pick Niners. I think... Uh... You know, even though Stafford's benefited from a, a new kind of offense, new system, you know, I've I've seen him down the stretch. And okay. uh, I think Niners have a good defense. I think they'll maybe disguise some uh disguise some coverage and, and come up with a big turnover. 
Okay. All right. Niners. Matt Stafford has a uh, 17, 18 interceptions this season. So yeah, he's always good for one. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know about this. I don't know. I, I think the, the Niners are actually pretty dangerous with a he- healthy Kittle, Debo Samuel. I don't know who's playing quarterback for them. Hey, but Debo, also, can we talk about Debo? He's amazing. <laughs> yeah, just he's a number two him. ranked wide receiver this season. Yeah. I mean, he, he is flex, right? <laughs> he is a wide receiver tight end slash um, like he, he embodies that, right? So, yeah. Cordell Patterson. Cordero yeah. Patterson did a decent impression of him in Atlanta, but um, yeah, Debo yeah. does it. Debo does the best. I was thinking about that too. I, uh, he was he's always like he's always been exciting. Um, but no, just love to see just a freak of nature athlete just you know put on a show almost every week. I mean, and then the rookie running back they got Elijah Mitchell can actually do quite a bit out of the backfield. Niners are so good at at drafting running backs. Yeah. I mean, at, least in my, at least in like my, my lifetime of wa- like watching and more carefully following football. Um, I've always been like, I'm thinking back to early Frank Gordes and you know, he was, just, they always have somebody. Yeah. Well, like, is it, is it just a quarterback problem then for them? Because they have Joey, but like they have is it Nick Bosa, they have Nick Bosa on the defensive side. They have a really good defense. But then they just have this weird quarterback situation where they have Jimmy G, who's like always kind of injured, and then they have Trey Lance, who's a rookie, and he doesn't run the same offense, so they don't have any plays really to run for him. Is that, that it? Sounds like a quarter, it sounds like a quarterback problem to me. I mean, if you have, you, you know, if you have a ten out of ten quarterback that's available thirty percent of the time, he's a thirty percent. You know, it's the, the, you have <laughs> yeah. the, the multiple of yeah, you have to multiply that out, um, and then that's that's how valuable that player is. So yeah, I mean they looked shaky this this week against Houston, who should be a pretty easy out. They were down at the half with Trey Lance, and then mm-hmm. he sort mm-hmm. of figured it out in the second half. But yeah, I mean that's like their one Achilles heel. It's just they can't yeah. keep a healthy quarterback. I needed um, another uh, twenty six point game from Flex Burkhead. <laughs> But didn't get that. All right. And then the last game here, Chargers at Raiders, Sunday night, primetime. Winner makes the playoffs and has a date with the two seed in the AFC, which will be the Chiefs probably. So fun stuff. Um, losers out. So Wait, once so, again, so it's going to be, yeah. you said, it's, so it's going to be like an AFC West game, right? Regardless. Because Tennessee, Tennessee gets the one if they win this week, which they're mm-hmm. going to. They're they're two touchdown favorites, and then the yeah. two seed goes to. No, but like, but I'm seeing that that game. We're, we're we're talking about you know final week of the season, always divisional games, um, and so that means that and they're going to play the Chiefs. So regardless, yeah. the outcome of this game is AFC West. Yeah, so basically two weeks Love to it. decide who Love moves it. on from the AFC West. So Chargers, <laughs> Raiders, or, or KC. KC gets a bye, essentially. Although yeah. they do have to win, I think, to keep the two seed. So there is some maybe some movement for them to move back if they lost. But, who would, who would uh, pick up the slack there? Who would, who would uh, the both the Bengals and the Bills are one game back. Damn. Yeah. Patriots? So, if the Bills lose, the Patriots win. Correct, but the Bills are playing the Jets, so at home. So they're not going to lose. 
Okay. That's a good point. Uh, was, Patriots are playing yeah. the Dolphins. So you just assume they both win. And the mm-hmm. Chiefs are hosting. Chiefs are going to Denver. And that game's on Saturday. So all these teams know the outcome of that game first. But I think mm-hmm. if they just take care of business at Denver, they get the two. Cool. If they lose to Denver, everything's everything's um, open all of a sudden. Got, Even the, the Bengals could get the one seed. If, they, if, if um, the Chiefs lose to Denver and the Tennessee Titans lose to Houston, which we already decided they're not going to. But the Bengals I mean, could potentially get the one seed. So everything's really wide open, but not really if you actually look at the games. I'm, I'm going to say char- Chargers move on here, uh, but then they'll – the buck will stop in KC. Chargers take care of business. Is yeah. that home? Or is it in Vegas? Oh, it's in Vegas. Okay. Ooh, gonna be a lot of that's an expensive ticket. That that's a that's a $300, $250 football game. Vegas shows out for games. Shows up. Vegas fans are there. Well, I mean, they kind of have the benefit of any like any seats that just need to go. or like, you know. Vegas is a destination, right? Where people just go and then frivolously spend money. And <laughs> like, should we go to a game? Like, well, there is one on. Let's go check it out. And they put the stadium right next to the strip. Brilliant. brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I used to check into Mo- when I, when we go to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut growing up. Yeah. You would uh you you sli- swipe your player's badge or whatever or your like gambling <laughs> card into the machine when you got there, and it would give yeah. you a re- reward just each day. You could swipe it once. And the reward that you would get like 70% of the time is uh, tickets to the Connecticut Sun game tonight in our stadium upstairs. <laughs> you get that like every time. Section 201, row three. Wow. Excellent. C7 uh, and eight. We'll see you there. Oh, actually, I came here to play blackjack. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> nice. um, but anyways, I think this week in the NFL will be kind of... Um, boring if I do say so myself I mean the Mm -hmm. Bay Area they got a lot on the line but the rest of the league is just basically seeding and I think most of the the, the teams that should win will take care of business but playoff time will be fun to watch totally yeah what are your uh sorry go ahead no no keep going what are your thoughts on the the Patriots um I just think we're in a rebuilding era uh even though we're we're successful like you know, we have a winning record, right? Great. Um, I just see, like, you look at other teams that are on the up and up, and I just don't see that the Patriots are going to be able to get through to, uh, you know, get past them. So I think uh, I'll, I'll watch I'll watch the games. Hopefully they pull off some Ws, and it'll be fun. Yeah, I think the first week it will either be Bengals-Patriots or Bills-Patriots. If you got to pick which opponent you'd like to see, both of them will be on the road. Yeah. So you know, which one or would you rather? Uh, would you rather start the journey of the uh, 2022? I'd, I would love to see the Patriots in the span of a couple months go up to Buffalo twice and just run the football. Just run it. <laughs> just run it. <laughs> Was that first game in Buffalo? The, yeah, the three yeah, pass yeah. game? Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Uh, did you see like one of uh one of uh Mac Jones's teammates after the game was like great job to everyone out there except Mac who didn't really do anything today. 
That was great. That was the yeah. game plan. That was the game plan. It was just Belichick just uh, adding one more notch to his uh, resume. More line to well, the resume. Yeah, dude, he, he loves those history books. Like, do you remember when like Tom Brady did like a, a drop kick field goal? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, he just he just like yeah, I don't know. He's just trying to mess with like the referees as much as possible so they don't know what to call on the field goal. I think so, yeah. Pretty uh, much. Do you guys he, do you guys read the, the rule book page, you know, 476, section B? Yeah. I'm sure he just has a copy on the bench just in case. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, let's end the pod here, but uh yeah.